Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. That's it. Upload it on uh, via audio or video uh, to 929ESPN.com. That's our website, 929ESPN.com. And you can win a $5,000 gift gift certificate to Robert Irwin Jewelers. You can also, by the way, head on over to Robert Irwin Jewelers this weekend because Valentine's Day is next week and get your someone something beautiful. And if you're in the market for a diamond ring, uh, no better place. Uh, They have their meant-to-be guarantee. You have 365 days to return your uh, custom-made engagement ring if you should uh, have a reason to, not that you will. But um, once again, you can win $5,000 um, if you upload an audio or video file telling us why you want to win, telling us why you love someone quite so deeply, uh, and just do it at 929ESPN.com. Chris Harrington next, Jeff Cockenshaw, 92.9 FM ESPN. They've got Memphis sports in their DNA. From the Tigers court to the Grizzlies hardwood. I mean, so they're just trying to manufacture offense the only way they can, which is just voice three. It's the Jason and John Show, middays 11 till 2 on 92.9 FM ESPN. The solo stove smokeless burning question of the day. As we close in on Sunday's big game, the burning question on everyone's mind is, does San Francisco's defense have the ability to stop Kansas City's elite QB and tight end duo? We think they do. San Francisco has the top-tier linebackers and cornerbacks needed to contain Kansas City's star tight end. Today's smokeless burning question is presented by Solo Stove. Feel the heat of the world's most popular smokeless fire pit. Solostove.com The Sultan of Sizzle. The Titan of Toastiness. The Kingpin of Kindling. These are the admired ones. Those who've created the prime place together. They don't just have a backyard. They have the backyard. Because they know a solo stove fire pit is more than just the ultimate smokeless fire pit. It's a place where friendships are forged, football is revered, and food is enjoyed. Solo Stove, the perfect flame for the big game. From the team that brought you Amy Poehler's Say More with Dr. Sheila comes the comedy podcast, The Chris Chapman Do-Over, starring Ike Barinholtz as controversial shock jock Chris Chapman, who returns to the airwaves after being canceled. This is your boy, Chris Chapman. My old show was a victim of a little thing called cancel culture, and I vowed to take a long break and really reflect. But I'm here to announce I'm back better than ever. The improvised Chris Chapman Do-Over is an Odyssey and Paper Kite production starring Ike Barinholtz as Chris Chapman. Listen on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. At Genesis Memphis Covington Pike, it's time to define luxury in a new way. At every turn, you'll find audacious design, state-of-the-art technology, and exceptional hospitality. We are dedicated to crafting the world's best vehicles, matched by an extraordinary sales-to-service experience for our owners. Prepare to be noticed in the 2023 Genesis G70. This sporty sedan is a force to be seen. 
We'd love you to explore the 2023 Genesis GV70 with a class-leading 300-horsepower engine or the available 375-horsepower twin-turbo V6 for terrains from concrete jungles to mountain roads. It's a new beginning for a new generation. Genesis Memphis Covington Pike, 1870 Covington Pike, or visit us online at memphisgenesis.com. Estimated horsepower based on premium fuel ratings. Use of regular fuel will result in reduced horsepower. See dealer for complete details. Dealer stock only. Memphis, looking to shoot your shot? Long Shot at Arrive Memphis has you covered. Your game day headquarters for the Tigers and Grizzlies. Want to bite before or after the game? Don't miss Long Shot's all-star food, classic cocktails, and game day specials. Looking for a place to watch all the action? They have multiple screens with shuffleboard tables, draft beer, and plenty of space for your team. Long Shot, open seven days a week starting at noon Saturdays and Sundays on the corner of South Main and Butler. And don't miss their trivia night every Thursday. When you're looking for a game day spot, Long Shot Arrive Memphis is always a winner. Can I get a weight reading on the cat in exam three? Zuri needs a new vet tech after their current one literally moved to a farm. But finding an ideal replacement takes some training. This is like hurting cats. Indeed can help them hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Schedule virtual interviews and talk to candidates right from your employer dashboard. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Love is in the air, and Dinstals is the place to win the heart of your special Valentine. For over a hundred years, our family has created handmade chocolates using only the finest ingredients in our Memphis Candy Kitchen. Select from an array of beautiful heart-shaped boxes packed with caramels and creams to nuts and turtlettes. And for your little Valentine, Dinstals has everything from marshmallow hearts to the award-winning fudge sucker, a Dinstals tradition. February the 11th is the launch of Dinstal's famous chocolate-covered strawberries. Fresh ripe berries dipped in fondant and enrobed in rich milk chocolate. Nobody dips them like Dinstal's. Place your order now to pick up at your favorite Dinstal's location. Laurelwood, Germantown, Pleasant View, Collierville, or our new store downtown. This Valentine's Day, say I love you with Dinstal's. Made in Memphis and enjoyed by the whole world. Watch parties aren't what they used to be. Welcome to today's matinee. Ever since we got Xfinity, my little sister and her friends can easily stream all their favorite stuff. We'll start with two episodes of Top Chef, then Chopped. When I was a kid, we'd worry about buffering. Now they just worry about what's on the charcuterie board. Enjoy these fine meats and cheeses. Mm. These are just cut up hot dogs and spray cheese. Indeed. The best way to stream your favorites is on the Xfinity 10G network. Introducing the best value in live TV and streaming on the best network with Xfinity Internet and Now TV. Now through March 21st, get Xfinity Internet for $20 a month for 12 months with no annual contract. Plus, add Now TV with Peacock Premium. A $5.99 a month value included at no extra cost for just $20 a month. Switch today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Now TV requires Xfinity Internet. Equipment taxes and fees extra. After promo, regular rates apply. Actual speeds vary. Stream Top Chef on Peacock. Entertain the family with an affordable night out and catch your Memphis Hustle live in action. Enjoy edge of your seat excitement and family fun for the entire crew. The Hustle won't stop. Visit MemphisHustle.com for tickets and be sure to hustle down to Lander Center this season. Brought to you by Health Markets. 
Health Markets makes it easier to shop for health insurance. Health Markets searches and compares plans, which could save you time and money. Stop by licensed insurance agent Todd Rainey's office across from the Agri Center to discover plans for health, dental, vision, and more. WMFS FM and HD1 Bartlett. WMFS Memphis celebrating a legacy of sports as the flagship home of the Memphis Grizzlies and Tigers Talk. Always live on the Odyssey app and on smart speakers say play 92.9 ESPN. Jeff's guests appear on the Frame Corner phone line. Make your Valentine feel special at Frame Corner with 60% off ready-made frames for Valentine's Day. For all your sports memorabilia, live from the Genesis Memphis Covington Bike Studios, now on 92.9 FM ESPN. Welcome to Jeff Crockett's show. Now, it's Chris Harrington from the Daily Memphian on the Grizzlies, Memphis, and more. Presented by the Majestic Grill. We discovered downtown dining. Chris Harrington on 92.9's Jeff Hawkins Show. Chris Harrington joins me now. Chris, what are we listening to? Uh, that is Wrap It Up by Sam and Dave. <laughs> Some Memphis music in honor of the Grizzlies wrapping up Gigi Jackson on a deal that will have him locked up for two more years after this one and then another year after that on a team option. So really, like, you know, they'll have him for at least three more years after this one. So uh, that became sort of the capper to the day um, yeah. last night. Uh, Gigi has a career-high 27 and then gets the deal. Um, how bullish are you on Gigi Jackson? I think pretty bullish. I You know, he is not as finished a product as Vince Williams, Vince Williams is all the way here. Like there's no Vince future. It, there is only present. I know? went to that game and he is fun, man. Like he was dealing for God's sakes last <laughs> he, night. He gets after it on both ends of the floor. He impacts winning in all kinds of ways. Like it's just it, it's a it's just just great to see. It was really we great got to I see. got my James Posey back with the bug of uh, Vince Williams. Gigi Jackson is, is a much much further away from being a finished product, but like. Um, he's pretty far along for a dude who just turned yeah. 19 a couple months ago. He is a lot. He is more scoring upside. That's that's certainly true. So, someone on Twitter asked me, like, is, is he remind you a little bit of young Rudy Gay? And, like, he's different, but it's not It's not it's a terrible, not terrible. cop. It's, it's really not. not. And so you think about, like, you know, Vince Williams is sort of a Posey type and, and Gigi's sort of a Rudy <laughs> Gay type. Like, there's a lot of there there to both of those. Um, I, I think Gigi Jackson is not as explosive or fluid an athlete as young Rudy was. Young Rudy was something. Something. But he is actually more skilled as a shot creator and shot maker. Right. Uh, he, he's got, you know, he's Rudy got more natural Rudy scoring was, ability. Rudy, because he was such an athlete, could get his shot off. Right. But he was not He was a little clever. Cl- he was a little clunkier. Right. And, yeah. yeah. No, I, 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 think, I, think, I think Gigi Jackson has more innate scoring ability, actually, than Rudy Gay did. So you had to, to develop that. But he also hits the boards, and, like, I, you know, there's just a lot to like there. And so, like, we'll see where it goes. I, I, like, like I, what I've said about him in the past, which I'll reiterate, is, like, I thought the Grizzlies needed to move him onto the main roster. He showed enough. If you can get value, do it, which they did. But I don't want a team where I'm depending on him to like be a starter or be my sixth man or whatever. I think he's going to project. This could change if he keeps having games like last night. But I think he projects to be like your ninth, tenth, eleventh man on your. Sounds good to me. Like I like that. Or where he is, the, he 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 can he can do as much as as he earns. You know. Um, but you don't. You're not dependent on it every night. Yeah. Uh, it was it was really it was a perfect night really really and, yeah, yeah that, uh, that, I mean, that was one of those the, again yeah I am to the point that I care about where they are I do not not 
hugely, but among the things I care about is I like when they come close and, and happen to yeah, lose. Yeah, it's a weird thing just because of this draft. Like, it's not as clear-cut. Right. Like, you, you want to be to this pick to get this right. player. But just as a general sense, I bet the higher pick you are, the more options you have, the more right. value you have, etc. they presumably will have... They will have a ranking of players who they prefer, and it's you're more apt to get that player at five than at six. It's just well, and true. also the, the trade value increases, and the trade value the increases yeah. as well. Um, so, all right, so that was that was fun. I've decided you you had a, a you had a column on all this that went up, uh, and I would urge people to read it. I've tweeted it out. Um, you said that yesterday did not confirm their draft misses. Because that was already well, well established. We already do. It is known, as they say in Game of Thrones. It is known right. it is that, that LaRavia and Roddy maneuvers were misses. I stumbled upon this theory, though, that particularly in the NBA, your hits are more important than your misses. Like, well, that's what, right, you know. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, unless your misses is like number one, Shashim Thabit, that's right, a pretty yes. big miss. But I mean, but we generally, James Booknight was, was cut yesterday. He's a lottery pick yeah, yeah. from a year ago, a year no, and a half ago. No, generally speaking, once you get beyond the first few picks in the draft, Hitting the value of hitting the positive value of, of hitting far exceeds the negative value of, of missing. You just I, saw I it last yesterday. True. There's a million. Like Trey Mann was dealt. He's just like inconsequential play. Two years ago, he was 17 or 18 or yeah. 19 picked, whatever. And now, so for them to hit um, was um, was it looks like um, it's going to be really promising. Okay, they traded David Roddy. Um, your thoughts on that deal? It was kind of a complicated deal. It was a frustrating deal for me to have to write the news story and and the column because with the news story, ideally when something happens, you would get all of the information and then, you know. but You had to keep updating it. Well, I updated it like seven times because right. what happens is like, you know, one of the one of the two like league approved, you know, information brokers throws out a partial piece of information on Twitter and suddenly you have to immediately like write up the news. Well, right. it was literally hours before we had all of the information on, on, on what all went into that deal and all the pieces of it. And it was even it was hours before I had all the information. It was a little bit longer than that before I could actually write all the information. Um, and so it was it was kind of a complicated deal, kind of more complicated than it seemed at first blush, right? Um, and so it all goes back to the Grizzlies. One of the pieces of business they wanted to conduct it was we just got too we're too crowded with wing project wing projects, and two of them are hitting, and that's Gigi Jackson and Vince Williams, and three of them are not so far. That is Zaire Williams, Jake LaRavia, and David Roddy, and so there's too much clutter here. We need to we need to clear out some of this clutter, right? Right. Um, that trade essentially does that, but it does not do it quite as neatly or clearly as maybe as it seemed at first, because you are taking back a player right. and you're to Watanabe who is a similar player positionally to David Roddy and does have a player option on his contract next season. And so on one hand, like, if, if Utah Watanabe exercises the player option and comes back, like, you didn't clear up a roster spot, you have another player at the same position, you didn't really accept that Utah Watanabe is a different kind of player than David Roddy in the sense that he, he's not someone you're agonizing about whether he's playing or not. He's not someone you're worried about. Did you blow this draft pick? You're not having to think about, oh, don't he's we got to oh, sit on the bench unless you really need it. That's right. You're not he, trying to develop you're not, you're not trying to decide, you know, do we really want to kick the can down it's the road like more? Concha. Yeah. And, well, what I was about to say, which I think is a, a part of this, is you're not worried about whether, you're not agonizing over whether you should do your team option for the fourth year of his rookie deal, which is $5 million, right. like any of this kind of stuff. <laughs> So I think it, it does clear up the clutter of developmental projects in the wing, even though it has a similar kind of player positionally. I think for the Grizzlies, 
once you once all the information comes in, what I see on this is that the, from a player for player swap, the Grizzlies consider that like six of one, half dozen of the other. It was yeah. like whatever. It's a neutral kind of thing. And then they get the this pick swap. So, A, they reduce some of the existential angst around all these wings because right. you have no angst about Utah. Um, and then you get this pick swap, which may turn into something. It may turn into nothing. But I think the Grizzlies think it has a chance to, 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 to pan out. I do too, actually, once I looked at it. And so, you know, you, you just got rid of some of this clutter, and you and you didn't have to give up anything to do it. You didn't have to incentivize the deal, which they didn't want to do. And you got back what you considered at least something of some value. In do it. they – do you think they know whether Utah's going to opt in? He's been terrible I, this year. He's been terrible this, this year, year. But right. this year, that's the thing. I saw, I saw some comps like uh, Roddy versus Utah, and they're using like Utah's – Utah's a career 38% yeah. three-point shooter. Like, better, you know, career, like Utah, the last two seasons is much better than Roddy's ever been. 100%. Um, Utah's not been good this year, but you know who knows? Maybe he bounces back, and maybe it's just he's one of these players who was pretty decent bitch player for three years, and then and then you're done. That happens all the time. Right. So I don't know. Uh, I don't. If I do not have the, I don't know. I do not know 100. I do not have the sense that the Grizzlies have a definitive definitive answer on that. Um, it seems like it, it, it's really something that could go either way. It is not crystal clear. Just looking at the logic of it, that what he would do with that. Because, you know, maybe he wants to go, maybe he wants to take some multi-year deal right. overseas, right? right? And you do that. Maybe he gets on the floor and plays better, and there's some team willing to give him the same deal that Phoenix just gave him, which right. was a minimum contract, but a minimum contract with a second-year team option, right. a second-year player option, right? Um, and so it's not really clear either way. Um, but, you know, to the degree that, that it impacted roster flexibility finances, even if it just a slight bit, it was still in a positive direction. Like, you know, right. it's $200,000 less. There's at least a chance he might opt out. You're not worried about the fourth-year options. So do you think we're going to see – LaRavia is going to get healthy, I presume, at some point and be back. <laughs> you would hope. Are I mean, we going to see a dude, lot of – Jake, you're, 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 you're trying to earn that fourth-year option right, on your contract. Exactly. Get on the floor. I mean, like, what are we doing here? It's one of the intriguing things going forward is to see what if Jake can create some value for himself. Yes. Are we going to see much of say, Jake and Zaire for that matter? I, I I don't have the answer to that. Um, I, you know, I, you know, maybe, maybe that'll pop up today. Zach Klein is going to talk today. There's just so much in the air. There's so many things to sort through. Like, you know, the the ETA of, of Jake Laravia's return to the court, I think, is right. the thing that matters. But it was like, you know, number forty-seven on the list yesterday. Right. But I do think it's. I, I think I think for Laravia in particular, and I wrote this in the column. It's like it's time to show something. Right. Just just something. Just play basketball. <laughs> right. Let's start with playing basketball, which he doesn't do. You know. Yeah. Um, so what does this mean for Luke Kennard? He remains a Grizzly. What do we think it means for I Luke would – it certainly suggests the team wants to keep the option open of bringing Luke Kennard back. Because if they had decided flat out they're, we're 100% not bringing Luke Kennard back, then right. they would have done what they did with Tillman, and they would, I think they would have, you know, tried to move him for value. And there's no sense that they tried and didn't get value they like. There's The sense is rather that they weren't really looking to move Luke Kennard. Right. So that suggests the desire to have Kennard back. I would not put that in ink quite yet, just because of the logic of the money situation. Because right now, as I project it, so before the Stephen Adams trade, the Grizzlies were projected to have $192 million roughly in salary next season, which would put them in the quote-unquote second apron, which language we're all learning. As I, and, I, and I redid my, my, my spreadsheet. I do have a spreadsheet this morning. And I've got them at 182 right now, right. which puts them, I don't know where the first apron comes in. It puts them safely below the second, but still pretty deep into the tax. 
And that's not accounting for a new starting center, you know, unless, you know, your your draft pick is your starting center because that money's there. I don't – if they're not – if they may not be done adding, they may not be done subtracting. And so I think the money stuff is tight enough that I don't assume Kennard's back, but certainly they're, 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 they're making a point to keep that door open. How about, like, someone like Santi Aldama? Like, is there others – clearly other players could well, be – Well, Aldama will be back unless right. there's some trade pops up that, I mean. that they but want like, to do. I, I, yeah. You know, I don't know. I think I think Santi is among the players. I'll probably get into this next week once we, once once I sit down and say, okay, let's we got games to play. What, what's this about? Right. You know, I'll probably get into this. Like, who, who, who's, who matters and who doesn't the rest of the season and in what ways? I think Santi's near the top of the list of players who are interesting the rest of the season. Um, you know, he's under—he's already under contract next season. He's not auditioning for a contract, but he's eligible for a contract extension this summer. I have a real hard time seeing the Grizzlies do a contract extension for him this summer, given their financial situation. But that is something he's potentially playing for. I, I, I think, you know, right now, Santi Aldama is, is projected to be the same role next season he was, he was this season, which is your backup power forward. But, you know, Gigi Jackson may can play that role, too. And so, you know, that's something to evaluate. Right. Is there what, – what – Zach Kleiman speaks today. Yep. What's top of the list? Oh, I, I, I don't know. I mean, the Stephen, Adam, <laughs> right. the Stephen Adams stuff, I guess. I mean, the thing about this is that, you know, it's important for him to, like, sit in front of microphones and talk or whatever – but I don't feel like I'm there to learn anything because I feel like I've already I already really know what I've written. Really, it. Right. Like so, I'm, yeah. I'm not expecting him to say anything that I don't no, really already, know no. and haven't already written. I'm not expecting him to say anything that's well, sort of up about in the center my analysis. Stuff, but there's nothing to say about the center. who's who's going to be your center next year. Like it was, you know, they obviously know they have to go find one. I, the the thing about these kind of these public settings for coaches and, and GMs yeah. and stuff like that is. There's a limit on what they can. It's not like you're getting them opening their, 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 their right, you right. know, just spilling all everything they think. And so I feel like the, if I as a writer feel like I understand the situation, I can write beyond what they're going to say in a public setting, right? And so I, I, I to me, I think I'm going to get less than what I've already, yeah. what I'm saying on the show, you know. But but it'll be interesting to see what what he's willing to say and what he doesn't. Sometimes you can read between the lines, right? right. And what are you willing to say? Well, what and are you sometimes not? the stuff that honestly matters the most is like. The things he said about John Morant, about the 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 the, the, the team's patience with John Morant or lack of pay, whatever, like the, the fact that they didn't have, like those things symbolically sort of matter more than anything indicating what they're going to do going forward. Yeah, um, no, I agree. I, I you know the, the, there are hints and clues and whatever. I think the Stephen Adams thing. I mean, because they have not publicly spoken about the Stephen Adams thing, and like this was a guy who was a great fit on the court in the locker room, the whole shebang, and then he has this injury. And, you know, the idea is he's going to be back next season and you decide to move him anyway. And I, I think getting him to speak to that is probably the most the most interesting part of it. I don't know, you know, speaking to David Roddy, I don't know how important that is. Right. Um, all right. Well, um, in looking around the league, um, Nick's most impressive yesterday. I think I think most impressive in the sense of most meaningful, yeah. In terms of what actually, what moves or might impact the what's going to happen in the rest of the season and the playoffs going right. forward, the Knicks were already a team on the rise um, after the Ananobi deal. Ananobi's hurt right now, but he's supposed to be back. Um, they were already a team on the rise, and to add two veteran shooters um, to that mix, you know, they're still not going to be the favorite in the East. I don't know if they're the second favorite in the East, but they they have crashed the party in terms of like that top four in a team that, you know, could make some noise in the playoffs. So I think that's particularly interesting. 
Um, I think Gordon Hayward to add like a veteran, right. you know, ball handler shooter to Oklahoma City, you know, is a good move. We didn't get big moves. But we got moves where teams, teams that are in the content, contention mix made moves that, that shore things up and helped them. Like, and then other teams like Denver did, not. did nothing. Right. Well, yeah. Denver, I don't think anyone was really anticipating right. Denver doing anything. Or the Clippers, I mean, they, they, um, and then the Lakers. And I, I, I think nothing. the Bucks were a team. They added Pat Bev. Right. But I think the Bucks were a team that felt like they needed to do something, and they didn't do a whole. They didn't get, find much to do. I think they are a notable team that didn't do a lot. When you look at the, like the tippy top, like whatever the Lakers, Lakers State, right. who cares? <laughs> but if you look at like the tippy top teams, right. Milwaukee's a team that felt like they needed to do something a little bit more, and they could have done something a little bit more, and they didn't quite do it. I think that's notable. Um, the Clippers, I don't know. The Clippers feel like the, they were sort of they were sort of okay already. Um, I, 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 so I think Milwaukee's a notable like not do something team. Um, I thought notable what Dallas very clearly like they've given away all their future assets essentially, and they're just trying to yeah. make themselves relevant. So while Luca doesn't leave, the Dallas thing feels like a repeat of Anthony Davis in New Orleans. But with as great as Anthony Davis was, right. with a better player, right. you know, in terms of and a Luke, better market where you can imagine. Well, that's staying. right. That's true too. That's true too. And so it's a better situation, but it's sort of a similar situation in which they just have never, and they may have had it with Brunson and they let it go, but they've never built a sustainable apparatus around Luca to consistently win big, and 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 now they're in the situation where they're chasing it. Yeah. Well, I know you got reporting to do. Thank you, Chris. Appreciate it. And uh, we will talk to you Monday. Um, Oh, call. Semi-annual sale is wrapping. Speaking of wrapping up, semi-annual sale is wrapping up. What they do then is they go to, uh, they get their stuff from uh, Nashville and Memphis, and they consolidate uh, uh, the merchandise. And it's right here in Memphis. Fall, winter, a fall and winter, summer and men's merchandise uh, at savings up to 70% off and it is winding down the last days of the semi-annual sale if you have not been go because pretty soon that place is going to be bursting with color spring stuff on the way um and so uh get in this weekend to take advantage of the final days of the semi-annual sale at ocall uh taking a break my little brother tim calkins joins us to talk super bowl advertising when we return jeff calkins show 92.9 fm espn call from mom answer it call silenced Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Big game coverage on 92.9 FM ESPN is presented by Solo Stove. Feel the heat of the world's most popular smokeless fire pit. Solostove.com. 
If you're looking to move out of your parents' place, you could really cut expenses by bundling your car and renter's insurance with Progressive, which is good because your little brother has gotten really territorial. You're blood-related. You'd think it would be fine to share food in the fridge. I mean, who writes their name on every individually wrapped slice of cheese, Tyler? Still, you've got to admire the commitment. So bundle your renter's and car insurance with Progressive and use the savings to help you move out and have all the cheese you want. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers. Not available in all states. Now, during Staples Print Big Sale, get $20 off your print purchase of $100 or more, $50 off your print purchase of $200 or more, and $100 off your print purchase of $300 or more. So the more you print at Staples, the more you save. To demonstrate, print, print, print at Staples, you save, save, save. But if you print, 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 print at Staples, you save, 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 save. See how that works. Staples Print Big Sale. Print more, save more. Up to $100. Ends 210. Visit staples.com slash print for details. Getting your biggest tax refund from Jackson Hewitt can lead to some spirited reactions. Jackson Hewitt, yeah! Jackson Hewitt is so sure that you'll get your biggest refund that if they don't, you get your money back plus a hundred bucks. Jackson Hewitt, yeah! And Jackson Hewitt also guarantees the accuracy of your return for life. So don't just sit there. For your biggest refund guaranteed, walk into a Jackson Hewitt today and dance out Jackson Hewitt, yeah! Right now at Macy's, find great Valentine's Day gift ideas like fragrance gift sets from Yves Saint Laurent, Armani, Carolina Herrera, and more. Plus, take an extra 20% off with your coupon or Macy's card on top of 35 to 60% off fine jewelry she'll love and 25% off chocolate from Godiva. And get your Valentine's gifts even faster when you pick up in-store or curbside now at Macy's. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Last year at the Super Bowl, you remember this, Robert Gronkowski went wide left on FanDuel's Kick of Destiny. Now he's back for Kick of Destiny 2. And this time you can play along. All you got to do, choose if Gronk will make or miss. I'm going miss. Uh, get your free pick in over at FanDuel. And if you're right, you win a share of $10 million in bonus bets. That's right, $10 million in bonus bets over on FanDuel. All you got to say, is Gronk going to make or miss? So pop on over to FanDuel, fanduel.com slash Calkins to sign in, C-A-L-K-I-N-S, C-A-L-K-I-N-S. Must be 21 or older and present Tennessee. No purchase necessary. $10 million prize pool to be split equally among all eligible participants who made the correct pick. Prize issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See full terms at fanduel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call Tennessee Redline, 1-800-889-9789. Happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Ah, Super Bowl Sunday. It's all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks, and with FanDuel.com, you can play some super bets. FanDuel has so many ways for you to end the season with a W or two or three. Not only can you bet who will win Super Bowl 58, but FanDuel also has bets for which player is going to score a touchdown, how many points are going to be scored, and all your other favorite prop bets. New customers join today, and you'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of five dollars or more wins just visit fanduel.com slash jsmith to sign up again that's fanduel.com slash jsmith make every moment more with fanduel official sportsbook partner of the nfl and of 929 fm espn you must be 21 or older and present in tennessee ten dollar first deposit required bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt see terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com gambling problem call tennessee redline 1-800-889-9789 
Hey, sports fans, this is Jay Gaddis from James Gaddis Jewelers, reminding you that Valentine's Day is almost here and there is no substitute for beautiful jewelry. We have a great selection of designer lines, estate and vintage items, and gold and silver jewelry to fit any budget and complement any style. Give the gift of diamonds the universal symbol of eternal love and make this Valentine's Day one she will never forget. Located near the corner of Minden Hall on Poplar Avenue in East Memphis, James Gaddis Jewelers, your Valentine's Day jeweler. You enjoy the thrill of gambling, but what happens when it becomes a problem? Whether you want to cut back or quit gambling altogether, the Gambling Clinic has been helping people change their gambling for over two decades. We're here to help, not to judge. The Gambling Clinic is a Tennessee-based clinic offering in-person and telehealth support to help people win back their life. Visit us at thegamblingclinic.com. This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. It's easy to think all money managers are pretty much the same. But at Fisher Investments, we're clearly different. Different? How? You sell high-commission investment products, right? No. Fisher Investments doesn't sell any commission-based investment products. Well, you must earn commissions on trades. Nope. Never at Fisher. We're a fiduciary obligated to act in our client's best interest. It's the highest standard of care for a financial advisor. How do you know what's in their best interest? We get to know our clients and then tailor a portfolio based on their goals and needs. But you probably sneak in some hidden and layered fees. No. We have one transparent management fee structured so we do better when our clients do better. Wow, you really do look out for your clients. That's because our top priority is helping them achieve a comfortable retirement. It might be why most of our clients come from other money managers. Visit FisherInvestments.com to find out why investors like you switch to us. Fisher Investments. Clearly different money management. Investments and securities involve the risk of loss. Laurelwood Shopping Center is your unique shopping experience with a charming and distinctive gathering of fine stores. With everything from home decor and furnishings, personal service, men and women's apparel, dining and accessories, and specialty, Laurelwood is Memphis's premier open-air shopping and dining destination. Stay up to date with store promotions, new store announcements, and more by signing up for our email list at laurelwoodmemphis.com or follow us on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. Laurelwood Shopping Center is located on Poplar between Perkins Extended and Grove. Park. Hi, folks. Bob Burkheimer, Sunrise Buick GMC Truck. Going to start off the new year buying a newer used car and truck. Remember, the selection's better and the savings are bigger at Sunrise. Acres of new cars and trucks to choose from. A $5 million used car inventory of late model GM certified cars and trucks. Remember, Sunrise specializes in cars and trucks under $99.95. Don't forget, Sunrise has a financing plan for everybody and specializes in secondary financing. The number one volume Buick and GMC dealer in the Mid-South. Sunrise, we're saving you money. It's just the way of doing business, partner. Coming to Pipe, Wolf Chase, and Collierville. Love is in the air. Nothing says love this Valentine's like a Massage Envy Spa gift card. Show someone you care. Gift cards are good for professional massages, facials, total body stretch, and so much more. Pick up your Massage Envy Spa gift card today at Massage Envy Spa in Carrierville at Carriage Crossing, the Germantown Collection at Poplar and Exeter, in Midtown on Union Avenue, and on Germantown Parkway in Cordova. Or call 901-221-1241 today. Relax. It's Massage Envy Spa. Hey, Danny, what does every woman want for Valentine's Day? Diamonds from Robert Irwin Jewelers, candy, and roses. 
What does every guy want? You know what we want. <laughs> But first, you got to get all three at Robert Irwin Jewelers. All three at Robert Irwin Jewelers? Spend $99 or more, and you're going to get free roses and free chocolates while supplies last. The romance is up to you. <laughs> oh, Howie. Free financing, bigger, brighter diamonds, better prices. Robert Irwin Jewelers, five locations or online at rijewelers.com. Jeff's guests appear on the Frame Corner phone line. Make your Valentine feel special at Frame Corner with 60% off ready-made frames for Valentine's Day. For all your sports memorabilia, live from the Genesis Memphis Covington Pike Studios, now on 92.9 FM ESPN. Service Master by Cornerstone. It is the number one Service Master franchise in the country, and it is here for when disaster strikes. I honestly didn't know what to do when disaster strikes. Like, do you call your insurance? And they're not, they're not, my insurance, they're not open, the, they're not answering the phone at one in the morning when the tree falls at my house. Service, mas, service Master by Cornerstone does. They got a 24 hour phone line. They work with every insurance company. They're locally owned, they're locally operated. And I've told you an example, like, they send people all over the region in times of disaster. They can certainly help you. It is Service Master by Cornerstone. And the number to remember is 901-RESPOND. 901-RESPOND. As promised, joined now by my brother, Tim Calkins, uh, who is, of course, the empresario, the czar of the Kellogg Super Bowl uh, advertising review. Ad review. Ad review, Tim? What do we call it? The Kellogg Super Bowl advertising review. Is that not correct? That's correct. You've got it. That's exactly right. Okay. And uh, timcalkins.com or where else? How do people How do people in the end, Tim, uh, find the results of what you all uh, will, de- will determine on Sunday? You can just go to Kellogg Super Bowl Advertising Review.com okay. and that'll bring you to the school's website. Or you go to my website, timcalkins.com. That'll timcalkins.com. get you to other. Uh, related information as well. Well, I don't know how many years in a row we've had you, but I do appreciate um, having you. Um, I did see that this year over at timcalkins.com, you have counted down the, um, the, the top 20 advertisers ever um, in the last, I guess it's in the last 20 years. Um, now, this is, uh, this is Friday. And so you have, at this point, released all of them. I know you've been counting down. Um, T-Mobile 5, Amazon 4, Bud Light 3, Budweiser 2, and what's one? And the number one is Doritos. Doritos. Doritos, sure. If you don't think of them as a one of those Super Bowl advertisers that really stands out. But Doritos is frequently running on the Super Bowl, and they run really funny, really good spots. So what was a – what was a? it is interesting. When I, when I was starting this exercise preparing to talk to you, I was trying to remember ads I remember, just off the top of my head, ads I remember. And one of the ads I remember, I saw you mention this um, in one of the interviews you've done recently, one of the ads I remember was the Volkswagen Jetta, the little kid, the Darth Vader, that one. I like. There's no. I'm sure you will jar my memory, but I cannot think of a particular Doritos ad all these years. So what's a what was a Doritos ad? So Doritos has had you know so many of them, but it's always people scrambling to get the Doritos. So one year they had the dogs that wanted the Doritos, and the dogs dressed up like a person. You know, they walked into the store trying to get some uh, Doritos. And there's often Doritos ones where the grandmother has the Doritos and something happens, or the grandmother wants the Doritos, or 
the kids want it. It's all about the scramble for the Doritos and the irresistible nature of it. And and, and it and it really works uh, well. They don't, you know, they don't stand out as one of the most memorable ones. To your point, but they're just consistently good, good and, and they're consistently on the game, doing really good advertising. What's interesting to me is I was looking at at the list of the top five. And there really are themes for all of them, it seems like, that are pretty consistent. So Bud Light, which was three, and Bud Light has its own struggles now, which I may ask you about. But Bud Light, you say, it's always, it's always a party or a joke. Like, that's like they, they don't do it. They do a party or a joke. The one that, that, I, that, I, I, that, I, that I saw on your site was, oh, it was a wedding. And the wedding was going to take forever, but people wanted to get to the Bud Light. And so the guy says, don't worry, I took care of it. And it's an auctioneer doing the wedding, like, at auctioneer speed, right? Like, it is a party or a joke. Is that true? Like, T-Mobile attacks the competitors. That's what you said there. It's Verizon or AT&T. They just always attack the competitors. Is that is that is that is there a reason why they have these consistent themes? Is that intentional? I think it is. It's intentional, I think, absolutely, because they want to get the familiarity with it. They want people to remember the brand. The other piece, though, is once you find something that works, you're just going to stay right on that. Uh, I mean, Bud Light has tried some different things over the years, but the best ones have been where they've really embraced humor and they've really told these jokes. And if you go back to the, the, brand, the advertising that really built that brand, it was all about these really funny jokes, like the wedding one, or there was another one with people jumping out of an airplane going after some Bud Light that people had thrown out the door. And, and uh, there's a whole series of ones like that. There's the Miracle Fridge where magically the, the Bud Light shows up and but it's always about the scramble really funny joke the scramble for the bud light so uh what does bud light uh, one of the colossal failures of the last few years has been bud light review with people uh what went wrong with bud light um and how does one i mean you have a book called defending your brand um i i know this and it feels like they didn't do a great job of defending their brand what does one do do you just can you just tell jokes as if none of this ever happened and that that a third of the country now thinks it's some sort of uh moral failing to drink bud light so the story and and this is one of the most remarkable marketing stories certainly of the past few years but but of course i mean real quick they yeah. had a promotion effort they did with Dylan Mulvaney. Uh, Dylan is a transgender influencer and uh, got a big following. But uh, they did that uh, promotion effort. But then uh, there were uh, Kid Rock in particular said, oh, that's outrageous. I can't believe Bud Light's doing that. And he took out a gun and started shooting up some Bud Light cans. And then Travis Tritt jumped on it. And he's like, I'm never serving Bud Light again. And so they started getting all this criticism for that promotion. But then then, then the, the people at Bud Light, they just didn't say anything. They just didn't respond at all to all this criticism. Uh, and, and so what happened then is other people started getting mad that Bud Light wasn't standing up for Dylan. And they're like, well, wait, why aren't you coming to the support of Dylan? Why aren't you standing up for what you uh, believe here? And, 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 and so what happened was the people who support Dylan – no longer liked Bud Light. The people who didn't like Dylan, they don't like Bud Light. And then people were getting mad at people who were mad because they were, and, and basically everybody was mad at Bud Light. And so what happened is the whole brand basically imploded because the thing about beer is that it's a very visible category. 
unlike many categories. A beer, you're at a party, somebody says, you're at a bar, can I get you a beer, what do you want? And you say, I want a Bud Light, or I want a Coors, or get me a whatever. But it's one of these very visible brands, which makes the imagery and the brand really insignificant. The, the issue for Bud Light, then, is who's going to drink a Bud Light right now? I mean, you don't even know what point you're making if you drink a Bud Light. Are you saying you support Dylan or you don't support Dylan? Or are you – it's just easier to so drink what something does, else. what have they done? And will they, be, will they be advertising at the Super Bowl? They will be advertising on the Super Bowl. And uh, what Bud Light is going to do, they are going to go right back to the thing that worked for them for so long, and they're just going to tell jokes. And it's uh, it's fascinating. They're going right back to the playbook. And if you look at the old advertising that they used to run, the really funny ads, they are just going right back to that. And it's really interesting to see. Also, Budweiser is going to be on the game. It's the same company, of course. And yet and, it's sort of a different theme for Budweiser, right? Different theme, but they're going right back to their old theme as well. It's a classic Clydesdale spot. <laughs> it's, you know, they... It's really interesting. I think the company was so traumatized by what happened that they said, you know what, let's just go back and run and stick to the stuff that seems to work. Let's just do that. And we're not going to try to offend anybody. We're not going to make a big statement. We're just going to do the stuff that seems to work, and we're going to do it really well. I think, by the way, I think that's going to work for both brands. And, you know, the way you get people past this Bud Light stuff is you give them a reason to think about Bud Light again. That has nothing to do with all the controversy. You just get out there in mind of the Bud Light's a fun brand. That tells really good jokes at the Super Bowl, and you should feel good about drinking one. Uh, you can uh, you can read Tim assembles this panel of students at uh, at Kellogg, uh, the uh, business school at Northwestern, and they rate ads not for humor um, or artistry, but for how effective they are at being ads. Um, and again. TimCalkins.com or Kellogg Super Bowl Advertising Review uh, are the places where you'll be able to find um, their results. So I gather, Tim, it seems like a particularly fraught time in our nation, um, and everyone is offended about everything. So what I gather is that as much as anything else, the brands are going to go out of their way, the Super Bowl, not to offend. Is that sort of an emerging theme? That is 100% correct. Uh, I think everybody is nervous about, well, everybody is nervous about Bud Light because the, the impact on Bud Light was devastating. That brand declined like 30% in sales. And for most of these businesses, you know, you're working very hard every year to try to get the sales number to move up and down by 1%. To have that kind of an impact is incredible. So I think everybody's worried about doing something wrong. And so they're going to try to be very safe this year. Uh, we're going to see a lot of sort of easy humor. It's going to be a lot of funny spots, a lot of light spots, and they're going to go places that just aren't going to offend and they're not going to take a lot of risk here at all. It's interesting. Just looking at some of the brands that are, or that are, that are advertising. Um, I mean, we've got, it all just the brands themselves seem fun. We have we have Popeyes, we have Oreo, we have um, the uh, what's the ice cream thing? The ice cream, the drumstick, the Nestle drumstick. The like, what is the drumstick? How many of these ads are out, by the way? What proportion are out? The ads have been coming out with uh, with great velocity. Uh, <laughs> uh, in, in, you know, it's like every day there's more that are coming out. Uh, I, I would say at this point, bef well, before the game, we will see 
80% of the ads will be released ahead of time. So uh, the vast majority will be out before the game. Uh, there's a few advertisers that will likely hold the spot, they'll hold the surprise, but the vast majority are, are, have already been released. And it makes a lot of sense for them to release the ads early. Two good things happen. You pick up some viewership ahead of time, which is great. You also can figure out if you have a problem. Because if you have a spot that's really going to hit people the wrong way, you really want to know about that before the darn thing goes on the Super Bowl. And worst case, you could adjust course if you had to and run something else. So when these ads come out early, does that mean internet early or some run on, like is the first time they will be on television or, or do people even distinguish between those anymore? The Super Bowl, was that the first time they'll, they'll be on television? And they, 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 are, they're, they are released on the internet, on the website, but not on, not on, not on television itself. What's the strategy there? Uh, that's exactly right. So uh, almost all of these ads are new ads. You don't you don't see really any advertisers running an old piece of creative on the Super Bowl. So they're all new, new spots. So the first time they're on television with a big audience is going to be the Super Bowl for sure. Uh, they put them out early on the internet, so you can find them on YouTube and you can see them on the different company websites. And they'll put them uh, out ahead of time in order to get publicity, in order to get uh, views from uh, people who are reporting on these things and trying to get the, to be part of the conversation. Sometimes they pick up a lot of views ahead of time, too. I mean, if you look at some of the big brands, they're going to pick up millions of views uh, on the internet before the game even hits. Which so, is great. I mean, ideally, I was talking to one advertiser who said, you know, if you look at the investment they made in the Super Bowl, they already earned the they already earned their return even before the game happened. They got so much pregame publicity and attention and viewership that you know the running on the the Super Bowl was just purely a bonus payback. And they measure their return by impressions. Is that what they measure? I mean, they don't by market share. Clearly, they measure by impressions. How do they measure their return? It is difficult to measure the return for a Super Bowl. In that case, I think they were looking at the value maybe of the earned media. Right. So you can say the value of uh, an article in the Wall Street Journal is this, and the value of being discussed on a radio show is this. So you can calculate value uh, that way. How do these companies know if these ads work? Well, it's really hard to figure out. Does the ad really work? That's one of the great mysteries. Uh, what they can look at are easy metrics like web traffic or clicks or conversions or downloads if you're promoting an app. Those are things you can measure. It's very hard to measure, though. You know, Will the ad, will Bud Light's ad be effective at making us all feel better about Bud Light? And what's the real value of that financially? That's the part that's tough to figure out. Uh, talking to my brother, Tim Calkins, timcalkins.com. Um, I saw somewhere you were quoted saying, I doubt we will be blown away. And I think when we've talked about this before, the safest prediction um, about the ads is that people at the end of the day will complain about the ads. They saying they weren't that great. Is that, do you, do you, do you stand by that prediction? I stand by that uh, prediction. I'm not going to take a. I'm not going to make a prediction on the game, but I'm very confident <laughs> afterwards. People will say, you know, the advertising just wasn't as good as I remember it, and that is what people say every year. It's. Uh, but uh, the reason that happens, though, is we remember these isolated Super Bowl spots, and in our minds, we remember one that ran in, you know, 2004, and one that ran in '97, and one right. that ran in, and uh, but of course, along the way, there were hundreds and hundreds of other spots that ran that we just don't. Remember. Remember, they were thoroughly mediocre, and uh, uh, and yet that's what sticks with us, and that's the impression we have. 
Okay. couple ads. Some of the ads that are out I wanted to ask you about. One is uh, Christopher Walken is in a BMW ad um, where people are trying to do the Christopher Walken dance. And in the end, BMW, I guess the tag is something like there's only one Christopher Walken and there's only one BMW. That's the idea. Do you have a thought on that one? Or, I don't want you to prejudge. The panel does prejudge these things, do, does judge these things. Um, what do you make of that concept? Uh, I, I mean, it's an... It, you know the challenge in a lot of these spots is how do you really link it to the right. to the brand and how do you give people a reason to uh, to, to buy the buy product? BMW. Correct, and I'm not sure. I mean, I guess there's only one BMW. I mean, I suppose there's a benefit. <laughs> um, I mean, it feels a little bit of a stretch. It just doesn't because ideally the spots give you a reason to, to buy the product or the service. That's what you really want. Remember, at the end of the day, it's all about driving sales, all about trying to build the business. So. Uh, that one, I think, is a little bit of a... I, I don't think that one will probably be winning the... DoorDash does this thing where they're giving people a chance to win everything that is advertised during the course of the Super Bowl that is not alcohol. I gather that is... What do you make of this? Uh, a sweepstakes, one winner, including, by the way, the BMW, I gather. Like, what do you make of the DoorDash approach? I, I think it's, that's a clever approach, and it highlights the fact that DoorDash... You know, delivers lots of, of different things. Uh, it's very complicated, though, for DoorDash. They had to reach out to all these different advertisers oh. to get their approval to use their brand in their execution. And the logistics of that must have been exhausting to try to figure out who the person is to contact at all of these different companies. And then to get the legal agreements to refer to all the companies in the advertising. So uh, you give them credit for that. But I think they're going to make a point. You can see the message they're trying to get across there. You know, DoorDash can, we, we, we deliver lots of different stuff. And so uh, you can reach out to us on lots of different occasions. Beyond um, humor, light, stay away from controversy. Any themes that have emerged or is that the theme or, or any common threads between who is advertising and who is not? Well, there's a few categories that are largely uh, gone this year. So, uh, you know, for example, we're not going to see a lot of crypto and there's not going to be a lot of Bitcoin advertising this year. So a lot of fintech is pretty, pretty much uh, gone. There's not a lot of tech startups. Usually we see a lot of these little tech companies showing up to buy time, but they're not uh, really here. Uh, we likely will see uh, quite a bit on AI. But it hasn't started showing up yet. Microsoft just reduced, just released their spot, and uh, I think that's going to do pretty well for them. That's a pretty good spot. Uh, I suspect we'll see more AI just because that's so timely, and we'll probably probably see more there on that one. What do you think, by the way, of the um, E-Trade baby generally? How is the E-Trade baby done? I gather the E-Trade baby's back, this time playing pickleball, which is sort of funny. Like, that's funny. But have you, has the, is the E-Trade baby ranked well in the survey over the years? The, uh, yeah, the E-Trade baby has done very well. So they are on our list of the... Top 20. Uh, I can tell you exactly how they've done. Yeah, so they, from our panel, they got uh, three A's and five B's. Which is good. Those are both good grades over there. Which the, is yeah. really good. Yeah, they yeah. did really well. People so, like the E-Trade So baby. that's eight, you know, because in our, in our panel, in the Kellogg panel, it's really tough to get an A, and it's difficult to get a B. So an A or a B are both really good scores. I think the E-Trade baby works really well uh, because it is so recognizable, and it's so charming. You, immediately when you see the baby on the Super Bowl, you know, oh, that's for E-Trade. Okay, now let's see what the baby's doing. You're interested in it. What are they going to do with the baby this year? 
And then they use that to communicate different things about E-Trade. They started off saying that it was so easy, and even a baby could invest uh, on E-Trade. Then they changed it a little bit, and they said, you know, we've really got low fees at E-Trade, and they've changed the message to that one. And so they've evolved the message. But the creative idea is very powerful, very distinctive. It works really well for them. T-Mobile is T-Mobile back. I was really fascinated. Uh, I was. You can go over to Tim, timcalkins.com and and see the countdown of the top twenty advertisers over the years. But five was T-Mobile. I think I might have guessed some of the others, at least being in the top ten: Budweiser and Bud Light and Amazon and Doritos. Um, how effective has this been? The approach been for T-Mobile, and how is it unusual to how unusual is it to as aggressively as they do seem to go after their competitors? So T-Mobile has a really unique uh, uh, strategy. Uh, you know, one part to attack a competitor like this is uh, it's not that common. You don't see it a lot on the Super Bowl where one company directly goes after another one. The other thing T-Mobile does is they don't have the biggest media budget in the world. And what they do is they take a lot of their money and they spend it on the Super Bowl and they concentrate the resources. They say, you know, day to day, we can't outmuscle Verizon or AT&T. But on the Super Bowl, if we put a lot of our money there, we can really make an impression. So, so the Super Bowl has been really important for T-Mobile. And if you look at the trends, T-Mobile has done incredibly, incredibly well. That's, they've picked up huge numbers of subscribers. The company's done just great. Uh, and Verizon and AT&T have both really struggled. So uh, T-Mobile's got a really interesting strategy, and it clearly works, and then they clearly come back again. We're going to see two ads on the Super Bowl this year from T-Mobile, so another big investment. All right, and last question. I noticed in researching and preparing for this segment, um, I went over to your Twitter account, and you haven't tweeted. You don't tweet anymore, do you? Like, from your last tweet was about Northwestern's problems last fall, Um and then I've separately have read where you've talked about Twitter's own branding struggles. Um, do you tweet anymore? Have you left? To, have you decided, as someone who works and studies brands, to move elsewhere? And what do you make of what Twitter has done to itself? So I haven't been uh, tweeting. No, I haven't gone back to to, uh, to Twitter or to X. I guess as it's now called. X. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I will be tweeting during the Super Bowl uh, or commenting. Usually I would during the Super Bowl, yeah, but I don't. Do. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I, I don't. Uh, it's unclear how I will handle that. I haven't really decided. No, I think that the issue there, I think, is, is Twitter made just a terrible decision to rebrand itself to X. And the whole Elon Musk, uh, how do we go and, you know, acquire the company, fire a ton of people, change the name for no obvious reason. Uh, to me, that's all of that is uh, it's bad marketing, but it's not a great way to run a company. So I just haven't been supporting it, and I haven't really been following it because I don't really support or understand their strategy. Interesting. So, yeah. Now, uh, will I go back on Sunday? I don't. I don't know. I don't think so. But two, but, uh, but two, I haven't made the final decision on it. Two serious ads. He gets us um, about Jesus. I think and the foundation to combat anti-Semitism, those are, in an otherwise, it feels like going to be a pretty light afternoon or evening, those are not as light. Is that, as far as you can tell, like, what, what do you make of those two and, and, and what they're doing? Well, the stories behind those are really interesting. I mean, these are, these are both organizations that are, fi- that are sponsored by really wealthy individuals who are spending money to promote and advance their uh, their beliefs. So it's, it's, uh, really interesting. The, 
for the Jesus spot, they ran last year, and it was a, last year was a spot. It didn't get any criticism or pushback, really. Uh, it was a pretty effective spot. They'll probably do something similar this year. Um, and then on the other side, the Foundation to Combat Anti-Semitism, they have been doing actually some pretty good marketing. And so I suspect we'll see a spot that is uh, pretty effective from them as well. It is complicated messages, though. I mean, how do you go in front of all the right. people and talk about those really uh, in, in an event that's full of football and Doritos and Bud Light? Those are difficult topics to show up and start talking about. So we'll see how they go over. Tim, we always appreciate it. Thank you very much, and uh, best of luck with it. People can, again, go to Kellogg Super Bowl Advertising Review, that website, or timcalkins.com to get the results. Thanks, Tim. Thanks, Jeff. Yeah, always a pleasure. Fun having my little brother on. A uh, little tough being overshadowed by my little brother. That's uh, a little difficult, but otherwise I do. How many radio shows he have? Uh, I got to remind you, by the way, still time. Last year at the Super Bowl, Rob Gronkowski wide left on FanDuel's Kick of Destiny. Now he's back for Kick of Destiny 2. You can play along. All you got to do, will Gronk make or miss? If you are right, get a share of $10 million in bonus bets. Just go to FanDuel, FanDuel.com slash Calkins, C-A-L-K-I-N-S. Must be 21 or older, present Tennessee. No purchase necessary. $10 million prize pool to be split equally among all eligible participants who make the correct prize. Pick prize issued as knowledge all the bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem called Tennessee Redline 1-800-889-9789. We got to get out of here. Have a great weekend, everybody. Back on Monday for now. Work is done. 92.9 FM ESPN R.I. Jewelers Valentine's Love Notes. Roses are red, violets are blue. Our love of Robert Irwin Jewelers grows. And we're spreading it to you. It's 92.9 FM ESPN's Robert Irwin Jewelers Valentine's Love Letters. Where you can win, get this, a $5,000 Robert Irwin Jewelers gift card. Yes, one lucky winner will win $5,000 to R.I. Jewelers. And all you gotta do is send us audio or video of your short Valentine's Love Note to that special someone. Happy Valentine's. It all comes down to this. Super Bowl 58. Listen live from Westwood One on the free Odyssey app. The Kansas City Chiefs. Takes the snap. Darts a pass near side. Caught by Kelsey. Wrapped to the ground at the 12. And the San Francisco 49ers. With a comeback for the ages. The 49ers are going back to the Super Bowl. Wherever you are this Sunday, stream Super Bowl 58 with Westwood One on the free Odyssey app. Download it today and search Super Bowl. A-U-D-A-C-Y. It's a mystery where Old Spice finds its amazing scents like Himalayan sea salt. But I'm thrilled they have because no other body wash exfoliates and moisturizes 24-7 like Old Spice Gentleman's Himalayan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.